they all have a window inside us nicely poised every time we look through we tend to search for our own perfect reflection in the backdrop of others shadow full of smile hope despair and jealousy my name is dheeresh tripathi and i am a storyteller you are listening with me my latest collection of short stories windows of life written by me friends today i am going to narrate to you a glimpse of your life in the form of story titled why me storm was an understatement to the wrath being thrown on the poor masses of the great gangetic plains lightning was the only bright thing bringa had ever seen otherwise his life was dull and meaningless he lay under the overly repaired thatched roof of the once called mahal of his father which he used to build after every monsoon he was counting every drop he could for that kept him occupied at least for now as he knew he would be doing the same thatching yet again tomorrow if god was kind and there was no rain he craned up a little bit to see his mother she had grown old there was an old rag tarpaulin with more holes than the stars in the sky which she used to cover herself in an attempt to save her from getting fully wet she always used to repair the same year after year to save it for next season after the monsoons the tarpaulin was laid to rest inside the only steel box which gave a tough struggle to the tarpaulin in terms of holes today bringa wanted to drift in his window of lost world to relax as he would always do when things around him had no solution bringa had used it sometimes to travel the folds of time but abandoned his journey just after the start as the nagging for food or salt or new clothes kept him from straying far away today he was too calm to go further away he just wanted to drift off to some unknown part of the world where there was no one to stop him from at least smiling he saw a boy dressed in a knicker and an old but seemingly new shirt as he was wearing it after a very long time and this was the concept of new in this world however he saw this child playing shyly with few of his friends the boy was not generally shy but in presence of shambhavi a beautiful girl with all curly hairs dangling up to her waist who was visiting her relative's place in his immediate neighborhood it was different she was just a year younger to him a mere 11 he felt he loved her like anything but didn't know how to express he was too small for falling in love or at least this is what his friends said she had a gait and a way to shake her waist which could catch anybody's attention yellow frock with polkas was a favorite or at least she preferred to wear it when around bringa he felt whatever be the reason it made him feel very happy so came that day when she just ran to him on the stairs and finding both alone kissed him on his cheeks saying bringa i love you 
Pringa held the wall to maintain the balance. He just shyly replied, Shambhavi, me too. This was just the third day of his meeting Shambhavi, but he felt an era has passed. He shrugged, time doesn't matter. After all, he has found his wife. But life was not what a 12 years old was allowed to imagine. There were others who were more interested to tell, do this, do that, and beating, it was always a reward or punishment, irrespective of how good or bad you are. She was leaving the next day for her hometown. And worse, she didn't know her home address. So how will they write letters to each other? Bringa gave her his own address. The letters will come. Bringa had moved to the next class and the next. The letters never came. Probably, it was an infatuation. There was no love. How could it be? They were just kids. But one day, during a village function, he saw her. Sure, it was her only. His heart leaped. Unable to hold any longer, he ran to her. She saw him and moved to a quiet corner. She just said, Pringa, I am married. She was trying to hide tears. Sobbing, she continued, I fought with my parents for such an early marriage. They didn't agree. I even said, I was okay if I could marry you. But our religion caught the better wit of my parents. See what they have done to me? Within a year of my returning back, I was married off. Pringa was shocked, didn't know what to say. She still managed to say or just tried to conclude the love story. But Pringa, I'll always be your wife, if not in this life, then the next one. The shock and pain of before life will never leave Pringa. It used to return every night. Thankfully, the cursing of his mother to the rain god, he woke up to the reality. Same overly thatched roof and the night. Shambhavi was gone, but Bhringa could never forget her. You are listening to a collection of short stories, Windows of Life by Dheeresh Tripathi. Life went on with some good and some not so good turns. Bhringa was now more of a grown-up boy. He was expected to share the burden of his family. That day, the Agni God was sitting on the chariot of sun and was hell-bent to shower all its blessing as peers of Ra. Bringa, you fool! Where are you? yelled his father. Coming! Bringa never liked his father yelling. He sounded like a toad. He smiled to himself and continued the combing of his hair. What are you getting ready for? Are you going for your marriage? He shouted. Come here, you idiot, and help me sort out the plastic garbage from others. The more we are able to give to Halya, the more money we'll make. Really? For one rupee? Halya was the local garbage contractor who'd come in the evening and collect only plastic waste. He could never understand what would be the use of plastic from this pile of stink that was all around. He even heard people saying that plastic is bad. He had heard it once on the only radio which the Shanty's barber had in his roadside shop under the cool neem tree. 
The barber was glued to the radio, like so many others trying to make out the latest happenings in the city of Lord Ram. Some construction, he guessed, was going on as lot of people were carrying bricks to the city of Ayodhya to construct house of Lord Ram. When gods also need help from their subjects, what's so wrong when his parents curse for being poor? India is in fact poor. Mindlessly, he dipped his hand in the nearby gutter to help his cursing father. Bringa was lucky few from his shanty who got an opportunity to go to the nearby government school. His ever so playful life had been ruined one day when that fat lady with a big bindi had visited their place and convinced that the children need to study to progress in life. He had sat through the entire duration lifeless. Just nodding his head in motions, he didn't know if it was of any use. However, when she said books, uniform and meals all would be free, his parents agreed. At least, they will not have to bother for new clothes on Diwali. After all, one pair is all that is needed for a scavenger. His mother never allowed him to wear the dress he got from school, as it would be needed for special occasions. His father hated his going to school as his additional income was affected. His teachers never wanted a son of scavenger to be anywhere near them except the same fat lady who always loved him like a child and tried to keep him motivated. She lived outside his locality but quite close to his house. The house was a huge bungalow which he had seen only from the gate and wondered how would it be looking from inside till one day he caught a glimpse of a girl running in the garden. The fat lady on noticing him called him inside. Come Bringa, come inside. Thank you madam, I was just passing this place. Bringa said sheepishly. Come here, have some biscuits. I have made it myself. She offered him a biscuit. Suddenly, the same beautiful looking girl appeared from nowhere. Meet Srilata, my daughter. She also studies in the same class as you. Hello, my name is Srilata. What is your name? She was so sweet, big bold eyes, long hair and plumpish white skin. Uh, I am Bringa. He again went sheepish. Uh, will you play with me? You see, there are not many kids in this area, so I feel lonely. Uh, yes, he managed. They became friends instantaneously. He often used to visit her house whenever he could find a reason to sneak in. She had a beauty of her own in a unique sense. She even spoke English, which was the language of rich people. She used to pride in teaching kids like him and said, Pringa, teaching, you know, is the best method to learn. And Pringa always wondered, how come teaching and learning are connected? He always shrugged the idea. They slowly got very close and Bringa attracted to her much in the same manner like Shambhavi. But this time it was more mature and he knew he had to keep his distance. He always loved the way she held his hand and caressed it. There was something which aroused him but he knew these things don't work. He passed his high school with a third division and the same auntie 
gave him a packet of laddus along with a 5 rupee note shrilata had topped the district he was happy he gave the laddus to his mother who literally snatched it and hid in the tiffin box he knew he may get to eat a few of them but like most other times after long time on an occasion when her ma would dust off the fungus from the outer layer of the sweets and manage it to last at least 6 months he still would enjoy it. this time their parents were taking him during the holidays to his mother's village for some festival and they would return after a month or so it had been a long holiday but he could never forget shrilata even for a second he was desperate to return to the city finally as the train rolled in the railway station ran to meet his love there stood a big lock on the gate of shrilata's house he inquired from the shopkeeper where he would often go to buy grocery along with shrilata he told that they had left about a month back and have moved to delhi for higher studies of their daughter once again an emptiness hung over him why oh lord why me again why can't someone stay in my life pretty said a thanks to the shopkeeper and requested him to tell if he received any intimation or a letter it never came he wondered often why me you are listening to a collection of short stories windows of life by dhiresh tripathi the life moved on bringa had stopped doing the scavenger's job which his father never appreciated he called out to his friends to help him with a job madhav finally managed to get him a job in a city school as a watchman he could stay away from all the chaos and wouldn't have to worry about small things a loving send off was given by his mother and he boarded the train for the big city bangalore bangalore they said was the city of technology but bringa was not bothered bringa landed early morning at the yashwantpur railway station where his friend was waiting to receive him he was immaculately dressed in a blue shirt a tie and a peak cap the logo read bangalore security services bringa was really impressed and could not resist asking is it a police uniform madhav had a hearty laugh police are you crazy it is called security like the old ramu kaka who was the chaukidar of our village they had a cup of tea and proceeded to a small but neat slum madhav took him to his house a small one not more than 10 by 10 feet it was shared by four others who used to cook and share things together next day madhav took him to his boss subedar rajendran an ex army man bringa was impressed by his big mustaches and well built figure after the customary exchange of questions he was offered a starting salary of 1500 per month bringa thought 1500 it is huge now i'll be able to lead a better life bringa thanked rajendran saab and turned to leave subedar rajendran called out his name son you appear to be a good man work hard study 
and be a good man in life. He smiled and bid a goodbye. Bringa came out in a deep thought. Be a man for life. Next day, his one-week training started, including the boastful stories of Madhav. He was finally assigned with Madhav to start his guard duties at a posh school in the locality. It has been quite some time, and Bringa was always enthusiastic about his job. He never slacked and behaved well with all the students and teachers. His first pay brought tears to his eyes. He and Madhav went out for movie occasionally, had dinners outside, and even went to the bar once. He didn't like the taste of beer. He vowed not to drink and waste money again. It was a beautiful and a chilly morning of September. Bangalore weather, as usual, was at its best. He noticed a woman having a familiar face walking inside. Bringa asked Madhav, "Who is she? I have never seen her before." Madhav told him that she was Midhavi Ma'am, the English teacher. She had come back to the school after a long leave. English teacher. Bringa thought he was unable to recollect where had he seen her. Several days passed, but Bringa was unable to bring his mind to peace. Her name was Midhavi. No, he could not remember. Maybe a vague resemblance. One day, while she was trying to park her scooter, her sari got stuck in the stand, and the scooter fell. Bringa ran to her and helped her stand back. She said thanks silently, but her gaze was fixed on his nameplate. Bringa. The school time had got over, and everyone was hurrying home. Medhavi walked towards Bringa and thanked him for helping her today morning. She handed him a slip of paper with address written on it. She said, "I stay close by. Please come home whenever you get some time." And walked off. Bringa did not know what to do. He couldn't have asked anyone, as people may think bad about her. He decided that he will visit her this evening. After his duty hours, he bathed and put on best clothes he felt he had. He pressed the call bell. and out came the same medhavi man she welcomed him inside she placed a plate of biscuits in front of him and started preparing tea finally when they sat together with tea she asked don't you remember me bringa tried to focus but could not come up with an answer do you remember someone who said i'll always be your wife if not in this life than the next one Shambhavi my god how could i forget my first love bringa couldn't speak he was awestruck you were married where is your husband kids your family and why the change of name bringa went on she got up and walked to the window sipping her tea she said bringa it's a long story would you really like to listen to it bringa nodded a yes She told him that her husband died after an year of marriage in a road accident. She was as it is never liked by her mother-in-law, who now was sure that it was because of her that her son died. She was thrown out of the house. Her parents also didn't allow her in the house. Nowhere to go, she joined an orphanage for old people. There, she was helped by all the elders to 
complete her studies. She started teaching small kids to make a decent living. Slowly, her student base increased as also her popularity. A nearby small school offered her a job and then there was no stopping. She was now capable enough to support many more women like her. Pringa was silent. He didn't know what to say. He said, "Is already cold tea." He longed so much to be with Shambhavi again and remembered his time with Shambhavi. Suddenly, Shambhavi broke the silence. "Pringa, don't think of olden days as if she read his mind. I have decided to help as many people I can, but not get married again." We were kids. There was no love. Pringa returned. Somehow that old time love didn't come back to him. He finished his tea and left quietly. He approached Subedar Rajendran to change his duty from the school to some other place. He was moved to a bank 18. But Pringa could never stop thinking about Shambhavi. And that's the end of the story. This is Dheeresh Tripathi, your storyteller, signing out. Do like, subscribe, and share.